coming up this weekend is a is a big day, of course, in the Minnesota calendar for a lot of people. It is the uh, walleye fishing opener coming up uh, this weekend. And we have joining us from uh, the Minnesota DNR, Brad Parsons, who is in charge of the uh, fisheries for uh, the DNR. Brad, thank you so much for coming on with us today. Yeah, good morning, Jeff. Nice to be with you. Boy, it's uh, you know it's the time that I know so many people look forward to all year long. Uh, the, it's spring is here. We're going to have hopefully nice weather over the uh, weekend, nice enough to get out on the uh, lake or on the river or wherever you're at. Is this, you know, from a personal standpoint, you know, going through your life, has the fishing opener been a big part of your life for a long time? You know, I, I moved to Minnesota uh, to start my career in 1987 and have pretty fished most of the openers, uh, since then. Um, so yeah, it, it was, it was a time to connect with friends. Um, uh, we would, you know, there were a handful of times we went out and did the, did the midnight thing, but, uh, generally it was the next morning and trying different lakes and different places. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a real tradition in the state of Minnesota. Let, let's talk about, I guess, the state of fish. Uh, you know, it's the walleye opener, so people are going to be fishing for walleyes. I guess we can start off with, with walleyes. Is the state uh, just the overall population and the course, you know, what we've seen over the course of the winter, weather, and all the factors considered, does it look like the walleye population in general is in pretty good shape? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Um, you, you know, we, we, we do surveys on our lakes with, uh, with test nets and things like that. And, um, in, in general, we're in really good shape across the state, you know, and, um, lots of times, uh, you know, walleyes don't get off uh, a good hatch every year. So there can be ebbs and flows, but in general, we're, we're in a good spot. Uh, really, um, 18, 19 and 20, um, many, many lakes had really good year classes. So, uh, there, there's fish coming up and there's, uh, ones that are out there as well. So it's, um, it, it, I, I think we're in a really good spot right now, Jeff. Yeah, it's good to hear. What about uh, the rest of the fish, the game fish, anywhere from, you know, some of the panfish, northern and muskies? Are there any concerning points with uh, the rest of the fish population? Um, n- not really concerning points, but uh, but we do have some uh, some new regulations out there. Um, for uh, it, it's been a couple years now, but northern pike. It's important that people know where in the state they're fishing because there are different regulations for them. As we we try and address what many people call the hammer handle uh, problem where there's too many small pike and not enough nice ones out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we, we also have several, um, ab- about 100 lakes that have new um, sunfish regulations on them, which includes bluegill. And that's more about maintaining the quality of those fish. Um, and, you know, even though this is the walleye opener, I really encourage people, don't, don't get too fixated on, on fish and walleye. If, if they're not biting, uh, go find yourself a, a sheltered shallow bay or something like that and Catch some uh, crappies or bluegills or bass as well, and and definitely pike. So it's 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 about all species that are out there. All right, let's talk about just how fishing has evolved. You mentioned you you moved here in eighty seven, and I moved here in nineteen eighty seven as well. So we 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 share that point. And I'm looking over the course of the last you know thirty five years, we've had a, a technological explosion across the board. Just everything is getting high tech. What about uh, fishing? Uh, are are they uh, you know are there continuing uh, the technology boom that we've seen over the last couple of decades? And what's what's next? Boy, what what's next? Uh, <laughs> if if I knew that, I'd, I'd uh, end up doing some investing and being a rich person. But yeah, the, the technology boom has really changed things. Um, you know, everything from fishing lines, which are which are much better now, 
uh, boats are much better. The the electronics, the the fish finding gear is is huge. And then even social media. Um, you know, if if there's a hot bite going on uh, on a lake, uh, that can get spread really quickly, and and people will will react. You know, uh, you know this not for the opener, but but you know, Jeff, um, ice fishing has changed more than anything, I believe, uh, with the advent of of things like ice castles, and then better winter clothing and, and portable shelters. It's it's incredible. Um, we've we've seen record uh, fishing pressure levels on some of our some of our lakes over the last four or five years in the winter time. Um, mm-hmm. And but but you know we, we, we keep track of that. We're we're not going to overreact by by changing too many limits um, or anything like that. But um, we're we're out there looking and making sure that that the good fishing is going to stay. All right. Once again, Brad Parsons is with us. He's with the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources, the DNR, and we're talking about the uh, the fishing opener that's come up. Uh, is you know we've talked about the fish and everything. Let's talk about the conditions of the lakes here in general. You know, we're in Northfield here. We have been dry as a bone for about six weeks here. April and May have not given us much rain at all. Some of the water levels might be down a little bit. I don't know about the rest of the state, but as far as water levels and temperatures, is is this year seem to be a, a much of a departure in general than what we've seen in the past? You know, I, I think you're right there, Jeff. Um, if you look at some parts of the state, we do have, we definitely have lower water levels. It was... Uh, you know, spring came early, but then we had a lot of cool weather that followed it. Uh, the the opener is is the fifteenth this year, which is one of the latest it can be. But I would suspect that water temps, um, given that we've we've been in a really cool stretch for a while, I, I think the fish are still going to be in that in that post spawn mood, the walleyes anyway, and um, and it should be good fishing. And but that reminds me that you know, cold water uh, people. I, I really hope that people will wear life jackets when they're out out on the water um cold water um you know we're, we're still below 50 in a lot of places maybe mid 50s in some spots and if if for whatever reason you end up in that um you you really need a life jacket or it's going to be tough we we want people to have as much fun as possible but we also want them to be safe out there yeah safety is uh, safety first no doubt about it well we've got a few days left yeah for people to go out there and, and get their fishing license before you have to stand in line you know saturday morning for it and uh, and wait uh so it's a good time now to uh, get out there as, as far as people fishing does there seem to be you know with the pandemic and everything do, are the numbers any better or any worse i would think people are probably getting out a little bit more than maybe they uh they have in the past yeah, that was certainly the case last year, Jeff. We we had our best license sale year in in over twenty years, um, and and that's that's really a good thing. Um, and and this year we're holding about to the pace that we were on last year. So the good news is that it sounds like we're retaining some of those people who were who were getting um, getting out there maybe for the first time or maybe reconnecting with their their fishing heritage, and that that's terrific. Um, you know, and and that means that boat boat launch ramps um and shore fishing sites may be a little crowded so we just ask people to be patient and to uh to make sure that you respect the other person and and you know keep your social distance and um but uh, you can also buy your license online which which is really helpful and you can either print it out or have it on your phone and and, you know you'll be good to go Mm -hmm. um so uh it's we're i i don't think we're up from last year but we're definitely up from the last 15 20 years it's which is 
again, um, it, it really makes me feel good about the state of fishing in the state of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, dating going back to last year, um, I don't know how familiar you are with Northfield, but our studios for KYMN Radio are right on the Cannon River, so we just look out uh-huh. the back window and see all the the fisher people lined up, men, women, kids, just casting, uh, uh, you know, just casting a line out into the uh, Cannon River. So it's uh, everywhere you look, I think uh, those numbers are up. Yeah, you know, and, and Jeff, you, you make a great point, too. You know, fishing isn't just for people with big, fancy boats. It's it's for everybody. And shore fishing opportunities abound out there. Um, it, it can be very, very simple, very relaxing, a uh, very good way to, to fish. And uh, I actually I started my career not far from Northfield in Waterville, actually. So oh, sure. uh, familiar with that area as mm-hmm. well, the Cannon River. I fished it myself. Uh, good uh, good walleye fishing, good catfish, uh, smallmouth bass, et cetera. So, yeah, it's... Our rivers are, um, I, I think they're kind of a neglected resource, and, and the people that, that go to them, uh, they catch fish, and all kinds of fish, too, not just game fish, but we have lots of our non-game native fish that, that are a, a blast to catch. Yeah, we have, and you see uh, here on the cannon, you never know what's going to be on the end of the line when you pull that in. You know, it might be a bullhead, might be a catfish, or a, or a carp, or a sheep's head, or a walleye, for that matter. So you, it's just a, a lot of fun to do the uh, river fishing here. All yeah, right. it, it really is. That's that's actually, I, I live in uh, St. Paul Park, which is just south of St. Paul right now, and my favorite thing to do really is go out on the Mississippi River and just drag a nightcrawler around and see what see what ends up on there. Uh, we have, you know, a dozen species of, of native sucker that are fun to catch. You mentioned uh, common carp, um, which get really big. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I guess I would consider myself a, a non, uh, I'm not a targeting type angler anymore. I used, I used to be, I used to be primarily a bass fisher. I had some years where walleye was was most important but now i'm I'm just happy to feel something tugging on the end of the line it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun no doubt all right brad we want to thank you for taking a few minutes and being with us uh, best of luck to you and the uh, fishing opener and everybody in the dnr people out there stay safe it's uh, coming up uh, this saturday so enjoy the weekend and thanks for taking a few minutes and being with us absolutely i'm fortunate enough to be um vaccinated and i'm heading up to Ottertail county for the for the governor's opener festivities which which will will be a lot of fun and i just really encourage people to get out there have fun and, and stay safe all right well maybe next year we'll see up at the uh, governor's fishing opener <laughs> thanks again Sounds for good. being with us we'll see you all right thank you jeff mm-hmm. that's brad parsons with the minnesota department of natural resources the dnr